Welcome to The Talking Hedge. This is part one of an eight-part cannabis business plan. We're going to dive into Team Icon, which is what truly motivates and inspires employees. We're talking about how to implement an effective and efficient team to drive your business further. In this part one, you're going to learn how to increase morale, productivity, teamwork, open communication, and ultimately, and happiness across the board. In the other parts, we're going to talk about the target market and your demographics, Part three is going to be about sales and pricing and some marketplaces to help you out with. Part four will be about investing. Part five, how to get some capital. So all about pitch decks, some tips and tricks. Six, if you're ready for uh, automation and you've got some capital and you're ready to scale and expand, part six is all for you. Seven is the ideal place in the world to do business, whether it's CBD or, or hemp, um, cannabis ancillary or otherwise we're going to talk about the island of opportunity and then part eight is strategic partnerships mergers and acquisitions and exit strategies you're going to want to catch this entire eight-part episode starting with number one which is team icon that's trusting and empowering appreciating mentoring involving challenging and keeping your staff on a mission all of that coming up it's only entertainment Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. So Team Icon is a way to combat turnover in the industry. It's also a way to get the highest productivity, the best morale. It's really the way to, to manage overall, no matter what industry you're in. Overall, we're, we're seeing the great resignation. So you're looking at 41% of the workplace considering leaving their employer. And one of the key drivers of that retention is, is the experience, employee experience. So we're going to take a look at ways to improve the overall employee experience in any organization to entice employees to stay, to implement a good corporate culture, and that gets people to want to be there and be happy uh, and be inspired. So looking at turnover, you know, I was looking at, at re researching um, and, and seeing that there's a lot of costs associated with employee retention. So I started to wonder about the fit within the, the cannabis industry, understanding my background with financial speculation and within the cannabis industry, uh, already knowing that it was kind of a risky place for employees to choose to work. And I wanted to research and find out more about how employee retention is mastered and how to apply that to the cannabis industry at large. I'm trying to increase sales by increasing employee retention and looking at the correlations between that. Was it about that or saving a business and trying to turn it profitable by having employees happy at work? What was the thing that, that mattered the most? And that's kind of what I wanted to dive into and what got me into this whole idea of Team Icon. At its core, you want staff turnover down. And it comes down a lot of times because of poor morale. So the solutions typically center on ways to boost morale, like salary and professional development. Throughout my career, I've spent time in companies featuring a variety of team and organizational structures, each with their own unique methods to create and maintain morale. And each experience taught me something important of what not to do. Practice doesn't make perfect failure does in corporate America was the best failure experiment for me uh, and really kind of wrote the book on what not to do. All of my experiences really kind of lack that element that truly motivated people. They just, I had a manager who literally said, everyone here is replaceable. And he found that out the hard way. Kara Bradford is the CEO of a cannabis staffing and recruiting company called Viridian Staffing. Uh, when I talked to her, she said that the U.S. employment market, including the cannabis industry, has gone from employers 
market to a candidate's market where some job seekers have said that they've actually collecting offers before making a decision. So she mentioned that the most cannabis companies were previously accustomed to receiving hundreds of resumes for every open position. And it's um, very new to the industry and these employers were going to need to respond with that in mind. Some of the root causes for the turnover, uh, having been a manager myself in the past, I've thought about what it takes to truly motivate people. And I mean, like what truly motivates people. So I'm not talking about just motivating them to hit a sales goal from one quarter and then motivating them to hit a productivity mark without paying them more. That, that doesn't work. I actually wanted to motivate someone into a work in a way that inspired them that makes them feel like they were contributing to a meaningful environment, uh, encouraging them to show up at their very best uh, and feeling good about themselves at the end of the day. So creating that ideal team. There's multiple ways of luring top talent besides just promotion and pay raises. If you want the hardest working, highest morale, most satisfied, overall best employees with decreased turnover, you need to trust them. You need to empower them, appreciate, mentor, keep them involved, challenged and feeling like they're on a mission. That's what I coined as team icon. From my research, these are the things excluding a promotion and pay because if they follow everything else that is about team icon and it's implemented properly, the promotion is just a title you'll get uh, or you won't care about uh, and the pay will come. Uh, you'll you'll be rewarded um, if the people implementing team icon, uh, truly believe in it and you follow it, everything will just naturally follow. Um, starting with being trustworthy. Trust comes first with Team Icon. So this is crucial as employees want to feel trusted in their job. Additionally, you want to trust your employees to handle their job without a lot of oversight. So this gives them time and space to focus on business strategy rather than just managing the minutia of the day-to-day. -day. While you want to trust your employees implicitly, you also need to hold them accountable. So trust but verify. You want to have audits to make sure that things are done appropriately. So this allows you to make sure that the tasks are taken care of, gives you the opportunity to praise your employees at work, or if necessary, course correct quickly. So all that increases your employees' trust in you as well. Trust is a two-way street, so it becomes stronger when you both participate in that development. Empowerment, second thing. To improve morale, you also need to create a culture of empowered people. You want your employees to make business decisions and to learn from those decisions. So whether they're good or bad, when you empower people to make decisions independently and allow them to fail within reason, you're telling your employees that you trust them to help create a better business. This increases ownership for the employees. And when they feel like they're an owner, their decisions for the business are often more effective and efficient. Additionally, increased empowerment creates an environment of creative thinking that will lead for a better innovation for you and your team. If you empower your people, they will appreciate a lot more and drive your team and your business even farther. Appreciation, to appreciate is third on the list and you need to be vocal about it. There's a lot of small business owners and entrepreneurs that are busy and they don't take the time to express appreciation for employees often enough. People crave appreciation and getting it from your employer is key to keeping high morale. Professionals on the other hand don't really get praised a lot because they're just assumed to be professional. As an employee, it's totally different. You have to separate yourself from a business owner and remember what it's like to be an employee. Appreciation can come in more forms than just simple praise for a job well done. Appreciating an employee can be giving them a seat at the table, making them feel that they're heard and that their opinions matter, and then implementing their ideas 
where appropriate. Such forms of appreciation lead to employees feeling more invested in the company and lead to better decision-making. That's going to have a huge return on investment. Open communication and timely feedback are foundational elements of a well-run, highly productive team. Mentorship. Employees should be partnered with a mentor in the company who can help them grow and excel in their role. Often people will put the manager in the role of a mentor. And while that makes sense from a leadership perspective, the manager can only mentor so much. The culture of seeming like you have it all together is a pervasive one in American society. And that means that many employees don't feel comfortable telling their boss that they're failing or struggling. To encourage open dialogue, a mentor should be completely removed from the employee's current role so that they feel whatever is shared is confidential. Mentors should also be more experienced than the employee so that they can provide some gauge or guidance for career development. And additionally, a mentor should be someone who has a work ethic and morale standards that the employees can learn from and who can teach and inspire. Involvement. Getting employees involved is also important. People want to feel like they're an integral part of the work process. They want to know their opinions are being heard and well as implemented. And so anytime you get them involved, you're building team icon. You want to create an atmosphere where people feel like they can express their ideas and visions, uh, having brainstorm sessions where you can get people in a room and discuss the best practices or a think tank discussion. It can also be mutually beneficial. Talking about new ideas is a great way for a company to get people involved and find new products with new innovations or increased efficiencies while also team building and bonding, which brings us to challenges. People want to feel like they're challenged. Employees don't want to go to work and be bored. They don't want to feel like they're going and digging a ditch and then filling it right back up. That type of work isn't gratifying. You're not going to have constant, you're going to have constant turnover. If you keep your employees positively challenged, meaning that they're moving through and solving strategic problems and making an impact on the bottom line, they'll be motivated and continue working for you. Staying challenged, employees feel value. They feel as though they matter in an office and that they're uniquely qualified to help with whatever's needed. This increases trust, encourages contribution, and expresses appreciation for the employees. All of this in turn increases an environment of motivated employees who are driven to provide their best, which makes them feel like they're on a mission. Keeping people feeling that they're on a mission is incredibly important. People want to feel like they're part of something bigger and that their job is more than just a place to pick up their next paycheck. So this trend can be seen in companies like Tom's Shoes and the surge in demand for social responsibility investing or SRI, as well as environmental social governance or ESG with these types of investment options. This is an aspect that is so overlooked yet critical to a positive work environment. The cannabis and hemp industry, however, is well positioned for those looking to be on a mission because of the altruistic nature of so many that have entered this space, along with the intrinsic holistic approach that draws so many to the plant. But back to the unspoken, pay and promotions. So what have we not really elaborated on? Pay and promotions. And I purposely left that out because Team Icon, if, again, if you hit all of these objectives of Team Icon, the pay and promotions of the employee, it's gonna, they're going to be happy with the natural outcome. Everyone wins in this scenario. Tesla CEO, Elon Musk, he said, for example, when he was talking about titles that it doesn't really mean much. And he backed that up when he gave himself the title of Techno King. And he filed that with the SEC last spring. Max Ireland, he's a managing partner at Telos uh, Talent Partners. And I talked to him, he said that uh, they're definitely seeing clients who struggle to attract qualified cannabis employees. And some are trying things like signing bonuses and improved benefits. 
The gold standard is flexible scheduling, and those that can offer it seems to have their choice of a desirable candidates. If your position can't be done remotely, you're going to have to get even more creative to compete, he said. So employers should develop a compensation plan by determining their workforce's needs or calculating how much you can pay in looking outside the cannabis sector by getting creative beyond just salary. If you trust and empower and appreciate and mentor, involve, challenge, and keep them on a mission, the salary and title or promotion will automatically occur and everyone will be successful. Between the great resignation and COVID, there's definitely been an impact. The senior economist of VP for New Frontier Data, Bo Whitney, said that during COVID, cannabis hiring increased, but not as much as most models would have predicted. He goes on to say that at the beginning of COVID, hiring managers faced uncertainty about the new pandemic would play out. Typically, during periods of uncertainty, hiring, hiring managers hold off on making hiring decisions. Whitney goes on to say that now that we're emerging out of the COVID era, it's the labor force who faces uncertainty. And as much, they're not willing to offer their labor to the market. Labor participation decisions are complex in nature. It's not always a function of just dollars and cents. And as the economy merges out of the COVID era, there are facets of the infrastructure that are still recovering, such as daycare and schools. The overall economy, as well as the cannabis industry, is being impacted by the lack of labor supply from those who simply are not, are not yet in a position to return back to the labor force. As the economy normalizes, labor participation will improve, but as long as there is still gaps in the infrastructure. And as long as there's still this massive uncertainty for the works, the recovery towards full employment will be muted. So pulling this all together, Team Icon is a tool that businesses can use to increase employee morale, productivity, teamwork, and open communication, then ultimately happiness. So altogether, that'll reduce turnover for any industry, not just cannabis. The full potential return on investment for any business who successfully implements Team Icon could also include increased KPIs such as profitability, working capital, revenue, and sales growth. Let me know in the comments how you plan on implementing Team Icon, or let me know anything about the job that you had, uh, reasons for people why they were quitting, uh, why you left your recent job, why you want to get into the industry, and stay tuned for steps two through eight on how to start a cannabis business. With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is The Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't, and I'm out. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out and check out these other videos that we've got. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, my name is Kira Reed. And I'd like to invite you to be inspired by the women who are leading in the cannabis industry. Each week, we will discuss empowerment, leadership, and what it means to be a woman in charge in marijuana, hemp, and CBD. As the founder of the Women Empowered in Cannabis community, I have had the great pleasure to get to know many brilliant and talented women who are CEOs, executives, politicians, advocates, and community leaders that are focused on creating a cannabis economy that is just, fair, and equal. We'll learn how these women make decisions, how they navigate a predominantly male industry, and what they're doing to level the playing field for women. I hope you'll join us.